Hey everybody, I'm Anna McEwen. And now for Bob Switzer with the epic narrative. Oh man, it's a good day. It is a good day to be recording the epic narrative. Because this is this is this is where the one of the fun stories, right? This is Noah. This is we're in Genesis chapter six. This is filled with so many opportunities for us to use our imagination and to get get the good of God in a story that is so I think misrepresenting of God's character because so many as we've done it, Bob. I know. I'm just gonna remind him quickly, stop it. As so many people have misrepresented it because they use this story as as manipulation tools and honestly if you're looking to manipulate people and manipulate a picture of god as a punitive judgmental uh god who periodically absolutely loses his mind then this is the story for you and so many preachers get so excited by this story because that's exactly what they see they're like yes i'll go to genesis 6 and then we'll get those we'll get those people to start behaving, or we'll write up signs, and we will uh, we will you know hit the streets, and we're gonna hold up signs that will that will convict the world of their sin because we have Genesis chapter six. We can show them what God does when they disobey His word. Oh glory! I do, I do mock preachers a lot, don't I? I probably have some sort of issue. I probably need counseling over this. I, I mean, internally, I don't think I do, because, because, I exaggerate. Uh, because unfortunately, <laughs> it's way too true. I'm sorry, I don't even exaggerate. You know, I'm not exaggerating. You can find these people on the internet. Of course, you can find anybody on the internet, including myself, which. I'm sure for many of them, I'm just as crazy as I think they are. So, uh, the fun never ends on the internet. Okay, so uh, it's getting it's getting crazy down here on Earth. Genesis chapter six. I know, I know. In Genesis chapter five, honestly, you know, I look back at that episode, and I know I I do those episodes because we are doing the whole story. Right, and that whole story involves an entire chapter of generational information, and and you know we did it. I know it wasn't that long of an episode, uh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away. I've told you this before. I don't. I'm not gonna skip parts. I'm not even gonna skip ideas. And I know we talked about last week, right? We talked about the idea of uh, of beings from another spiritual plane coming to earth and connecting with and being a part of the human race. And we see it specifically in this chapter. All right, so uh, here we go. So uh, verse one, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them, any of them that they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and and also afterwards. 
When the sons of God went to the daughters of human and they had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. The Lord, Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on earth, that every inclination of their thoughts of their human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made humans on the earth and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe them from the face of the earth, the human race I have created. And with them and the animals, the birds, the creatures that move on this ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Okay, seriously though, folks, this, this passage, how filled with opportunity to manipulate twist. I mean, it's just, just chocked full of it. So I'm asking you as always, Pay attention to what's being said. Don't don't allow your previous preconceptions. Previous is that is that repetitive? It is okay. Bob says that's repetitive. Don't allow your preconceptions to to just dismiss opportunity here to to grapple with what's being written because it's intense. All right, stay with me. Stay with me. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is you spent whatever 40 minutes listening to a podcast and boom, it was crazy. And you get to talk about it at dinner. Say, hey, honey, I listened to that Bob guy again. He crazy. He done lost his mind. He said that, and and who knows what I'll say because I don't know what I'm going to say yet. So here we go. We read some scripture. We'll see if we get through it all. <laughs> through yeah and there's there's a small chance we do it's a podcast i could go i could i'll get through i'll get through at least verse eight all right here we go when whoa just stop right there <laughs> it's the first word i know oh what am i going to say everyone you know what i'm going to say if you listen to me at all this is a reference of time lots of time when Humans begin to increase in number on the earth and the daughters are born to them. <laughs> this is lots of people, lots of people having lots of babies spreading out throughout the, the known world. Cities are being built. Remember, Seth built a city. This is, I don't, I don't even know. How many chapters ago was that? Anybody remember? Two? Two? Engineer Bob says that was two chapters ago. How many, how many episodes, Smarty? You think it's three? Might have been four. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it's always nice to have him in this in the studio. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and for those of you who are keeping track, he doesn't. He only exists in my mind. It's okay. Uh, I'd, I'd take a pill, but then he'd be quiet. And I really like having him around. Okay, Bob, stop. <laughs> Cracking myself up here. It's good because you're alone in the basement. If you're laughing, if anybody else was laughing, we'd be very nervous. On with the verse, Bob. When is a reference for time. Lots of humans, lots of people, lots of daughters, lots of sons. Everybody's growing. Cities are being built. Land is being farmed. Noah, remember Noah was an inventor of, uh, according to legend, he was an inventor of farm tools and implements. He he was he was probably selling those things worldwide. He probably was incredibly wealthy. And, and and you know, people are like, where did he get all the material to build the boat? We'll get into that another time. Well, maybe, maybe 
actually the next episode, but but he probably got the money from his own pots of gold. The guy, the guy was brilliant, brilliant, creative, problem solving, farm tool making. Uh, you know, honestly, have you ever looked at some of these farm tools? To this day, I look at a baler, a hay baler, and I think, who put this together? Like who? I I watch them things be dragged behind a behind a, a tractor, and and it looks like it's making like it's like it's I don't even it just looks like it's mixing everything up, and the next thing I know, a perfectly shaped rectangle comes shooting out the back end. I how does that? Who put that together? There's there's other the there's there's other tools. Bob, stop. I know even. Okay, I worked on a cow farm a couple times, literally just a couple times. Okay, not like for a couple of years, just okay, twice. I worked on a cow farm twice. <laughs> but even so, I remember I remember being amazed. Amazed at the milkers, how they how they mimic the the way a hand works, how they uh you know, where the milk goes, the the, the just the whole every invention. I just think these farmers are freaking geniuses. They come up with stuff. They they solve problems that that bless 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 dear Jesus bless the government officials. But sweet Lord, it would be so nice if we had a bunch of farmers in there. I think I just do. I just do. The problems they would solve, the real life problems. They wouldn't create problems in order to sound important which i think so many politicians do naturally it's like let's see what problem can i look at what problem can i invent what problem can i what what small issue can i turn into a major event so i can write some law and justify my life farmers don't think that way they don't think let me create a problem so i can come up with an issue with, with a solution anyways god bless the farmers Sweet Jesus, I love those guys and girls and all their sons and daughters. Okay, here we go. So when all of this is going on, verse 2, the sons of God saw that the daughters of human were beautiful and they married any of them that they chose. What are we talking about? Well, the sons of God, Bob, it's a small s, so therefore these are just regular old men. And that's that's definitely one way to go. I was taught for years, and uh, you know I don't have any specific evidence to go against this particular thought. But I was taught for years that these were actual men, sons of God, were titles given to princes, rulers, um, governors, uh, kings of the land. They were they were rulers. Uh, yeah, rule. They were in charge of stuff. And they were called sons of God. And they would, they started doing bad things because they started marry, marrying. They started just taking all the women and they would have hundreds of wives. And this goes against the principles of God who created Adam and Eve and not Adam, Eve, Barbara, you know, Sally, Sue, um, uh, April, whatever. Like he didn't, he didn't create a, Adam and a bunch of women. He created one woman for one man for life. That was God's plan. Now I don't I don't disagree with that plan. I I, I think that's his ideal. I think I, I do. I think that's what we are called back to the ideal. But but 
you know, I don't necessarily uh, think that this has to be man, men, when the sons of God don't have to be men. These these could also be legitimately from another dimension. They could be sons of God, creations of God. Um, oh, do I, you want me to use that word? They could be aliens. There, I said it. Do I believe in aliens? Uh, well, I don't see why they wouldn't be around. I, I, I've never had a problem with aliens. <laughs> Not that I've ever met one, but... <laughs> Sorry, again, I made a little joke to myself. I remember being... I wasn't even, I know I was not a teenager. I was probably in middle school and uh, I've always been a sci-fi um, fan, right? And I remember I was, a, I, I watched the original Star Trek over and over again. I watched most of the spinoffs. There were several characters I absolutely despised in, in the uh, spinoffs, but uh, that's, you know, that's my personal issues. But overall, uh, I I was into sci-fi, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. I like them both. I don't get them confused. But in my own internal, uh, I, I'm an internal processor, and I remember processing like, what what is the problem with aliens? Like, why why do Christians, at least the ones I hung out with, they were like just passionately believed that we were the only only thing created in the universe that the earth the earth was the only planet with any living beings on it because otherwise god would have told us that he had other living beings and i i we went over this in the first couple episodes i i you can read those verses in chapter one and in chapter two and you could say legitimately academically sound breaking up breaking up of those words and say he speaks of, I think, I think one person broke it down. I think he broke it down to nine dimensions are mentioned in those two chapters. And about, I think he had eight or nine different spiritual beings that were mentioned. Now, may, maybe not. I, I understand, like, I'm not here to, to I'm not going to die on that, uh, on any of these hills. I just want you to know, I just want you to know. It's not bad to consider it. You don't you don't have to speak about it silently. I better not mention this to my pastor. He's going to think I'm crazy, but I think there might be aliens. I agree. I agree. Now, I don't think that being said, I don't think any other spiritual being or alien was given the opportunity that we have of replicating God of 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 representing God, of being in his image, in the image of God. I think that we hold a special place in creation. I think that is why the serpent, the enemy, went after Adam and Eve. He went after Adam and Eve, who, as we talked about last time, didn't have a sin nature, but he went after them because he thought, if I can make this creation fall, the very thing, these are the people that, these are, you know, this is the creation. These are the people. These are the humans. These are the things that that are the image of God. This is the apex of God's creation. I'm going to take it down to show the rest of creation I am the ruler of all. 
It makes more sense to me in that way. But you could also say we are the only creation on the planet, and that's why the enemy came after us. We're the only ones in the universe. We're the only ones. You know, the, the sheer size of the universe, to think that God's creativity, that he clearly shows on the creation of this planet, that he clearly indicates in, in the intricacies of every plant and the molecules and the fact that everything's made out of molecules that all go back to light, that we came from this place of light, and yet all these molecules that are basically all the same, somehow we can run into them and they formulate solid matter, but it's not really solid matter. If you look close enough, everything's moving, and you can move through that matter if you knew the frequency, and, it, and, and that gets all into, again, that the frequency of creation and the ability of Adam and Eve, I believe, in their original state was to, was, you know, gave them that ability to move through things and around things and, and, and uh, work with things in such a way that we have no concept because we've lost our identity. What? Yeah, I'm kind of off. <laughs> yeah, I kind of went off a little bit. But hey, maybe, maybe I'm just encouraging people. Don't be scared of aliens, or at least the concept of them. Don't be scared of other spiritual dimensions. We know there's other spiritual dimensions. Do you think that there are no other creatures in those spiritual dimensions? There's only angels. Do you think there's only one kind of angel? No, you'd be crazy to think that. Well, we know at least three. No, there's hundreds of kinds. And they're all over the universe. And the size of the universe is huge and it keeps getting bigger. How insane is that concept? Oh my gosh. All of this is going on. And the sons of God saw that the daughters of human were beautiful. Again, if these guys were just humans, who were rulers of various cities, then what about the daughters made them, that stuck out to them? What about the daughters of earth? What about human girls, human women, would make it so special that God had to make sure we wrote this down in Genesis 6, chapter uh, verse 2? Well, you know, if they were just rulers of the world, of course they saw the daughters of humans and thought they were like, what? what what are we saying here? Well, it makes more sense to me. I, again, I'm not gonna. You you can hang on to the whatever belief system you want. I I don't I don't think it. You know it 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 matters that much, but it's just fun. For me, it's way more fun and actually makes more sense. If if beings who are given the opportunity to be a part of Earth's development. We're here on earth and saw the daughters who reflected the image of the creator, who reflected the image of God and, and listen, could reproduce that image. They, if you sleep with a human daughter, they have babies. Oh my gosh. These, these spiritual beings, these, these aliens, these, 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 guardians of the earth these sons of god these elohims that were that were brought down who had an assignment i believe to to help the development of man right how many how many of you 
I, I know a lot of you are Christians, right? You, you've seen the specials on TV. Aliens built the pyramids. Aliens built, you know, we're part of the, uh, the Alcas, uh, Alca, Aztecs, Alcas. Is that one too? I don't know. Anyways, they, they have all these evidences of, of aliens, of, of giant creatures, 25 foot tall creatures that, that, you know, look like this or, or why, you know, what about this picture that's carved into stone or, or this, or this mighty man, this, this, uh, what do they call him? This hero, this man of renown, this Herculean. Where did, where did all those myths come from? Oh, they're all tied back. What about Atlantis? Well, it was filled with these technologies that theoretically came from alien planets and then and then they destroyed it and buried it because they didn't want the the humans were progressing too quickly. Like there's all these stories that a lot of Christians look at and say, oh, just pish posh of uh, fairy tales. So the Bible says that these were uh, these were these were kings of the of the world and they saw pretty girls and they married a lot of them and this is this is really pissed God off. They were they married too many girls. Fine, fine. Or maybe, maybe. There's something to it. And the and the scripture could lend um, credence to those thoughts. That's all I'm saying. Because they look at these girls and they say, if we sleep with them, they'll have babies. And they did. And they did. And when they gave birth, Nephilim were on the earth. This again, that's that spirit. That that was the name of those beings. And when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were heroes of old. They were men of renown. These were these were hybrids, hybrids of spiritual beings that were bigger and stronger and of and of you know wild shapes. And and women gave birth to these to these hybrid beings and these hybrid beings became men of renown. These were the, what I would consider people, you know, we're stories of like Achilles and Hercules and, and Hercules. That honestly is one of my favorite Disney cartoons because of the music. The music is all gospel, fun gospel, not, not, not the reflective God, the reflective gospels. I know they, they mean a lot to a lot of people, but honestly, for me, it just, I just know, but the fun gospels, like the music from Hercules, that is something, that is something I can party with. Anyways, I just think so many of these things uh, come from these men of renown. And these guys were all over the planet. These sons and daughters of the sons of God were all over the planet. And I believe that, that these uh, guardians of the earth, that I think had an assignment on the earth to help out men without, uh, you know, without overdoing it. I believe they overdid it in exchange for the women, in exchange for sex. They, they took something that was supposed to replicate God on earth, like the, the whole rep, uh, uh, representing, representing God on earth, the image of God recreated over and over and over again, this idea of spreading the kingdom and spreading the garden and bringing back people back to their identity. They were polluting the bloodlines 
over and over and over again. And 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 when and the Lord's spirit was here, verse three, and the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans, for they are mortal, and their days will be 120 years. God looks at at, at what's going on. His spirit is dwelling here. That word dwelling could mean judging, but it also means pleading the cause of somebody. It's not, it's the idea that he was here and he was helping, pleading the cause of people who are making bad choices. There was all these marriages and all these divorces and there was oppression and there was power struggles. I mean, if you had a men of renown in your city and, and some city came up against you, but they didn't have one, like you had the advantage. There was deception going on, politics, the pain, the judges, the bribery. Man was supposed to inherit, i.e. own the earth, and it was being polluted by, a, by, by bloodlines that didn't belong on the earth and, they, and couldn't actually reproduce images of God on earth. They produced a completely different deal from other realms. Gods of goddish, God, what do they call it? Mega, not mega gods, demigods of supernatural powers, good looks. And God looks at all this and he says, oh my gosh, I, I've got a, I've got, I know what's happening here. These polluted bloodlines are, are destroying the longevity that I put in them. And I don't think God cursed the earth and said, hey, you're only going to live 120 years. I think he knows I, what, they're, what they're doing by destroying the genetic makeup of, of the land, by, by bringing about all of this uh, evil mindsets. You're going to bring around the natural results of those, of those mindsets and the natural results of, of polluting the bloodline is going to shorten the lifespan to only 120 years. Only 120 years. Humans have become wicked, right? The Lord says, uh, verse 5, the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, that every inclination of the thoughts of human heart was only evil all the time. What does that mean? Humans became wicked. All their thoughts were evil. What is evil thoughts? Evil thoughts are things that are not of God. What's not of God? Selfishness, that's one. That's not of God. Fear is not of God. Fear is the exact opposite of God. My goodness, you look at the atmosphere that was created around the concepts of a worldwide pandemic. They created fear. Statistics don't. You know, the death rates literally didn't change during, during uh, you know, before, during, or after the, the pandemic. There's no mathematical statistic that says, hey, we went through a, a pandemic. Well, they, well, that's because people took care. That's because we shut things down. That's because we all got vaccinated because da, 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 blah, 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 blah. No, they were declaring a pandemic within days of this virus being released. Within days. And yet, we didn't come anywhere close to the pandemic numbers. 
of percentages of people that died when they got the when they got COVID. All right, that's my that's that's just that's just the facts. Fear. Good grief. It even goes to like selling of vehicles. I remember I was talking to somebody the other day. I re well, you slurred those words really intensely, dude. I know. I'll say that again. I was speaking with someone about this just the other day. <laughs> wow. I made that sentence into one word. Did you catch that? That was crazy. I remember growing up, everything was about like being good looking, right? It was all about uh, sex. All the cars that you sold were all about how sexy they looked, how sexy, only sexy people drive this. So if you drive one, you must be sexy. If you drive this, only sexy people will be attracted to you, blah, 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 blah. It has shifted now, or at least it, it had. Everything was about safety, 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 because you need to be afraid. You might drive off a cliff. Someone might hit you. Someone might show up in the middle of the night. You might run out of gas. You might run out of power. You might... You want to make sure you're safe. You want to make sure your family can go through the tornado and then drive into the snowstorm and then be then be chased by a dust storm and have no fear because they have they are sitting in just the perfect car to handle all the horribleness of life. You can be in an accident. This will keep you safe. You can be in a worse accident. This will keep you even safer. Oh my gosh. Fear is just constant. Constant. Well, that's something that wasn't of God. Sorry. I was like, where, where are you, Bob? I, that's where I am. Things that were, their thoughts were always evil. They had selfish thoughts, thoughts of fear, controlling people, oppression of other people. They had thoughts of how to, how to gain more power by, right? We talked about this earlier, politicians, right? That where they create a crisis so they can solve a crisis, so that they can obtain more power, control more people, have them give up their, their freedoms, their choice, and say, I'll, I'll make all the choices for you. I'm an awesome person. Look how I fixed this problem that I created. I am amazing. Hoarding. Hoarding's a, 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 a horrible concept. Complete opposite of the kingdom of God. I don't mean you shouldn't have stuff. Trust me, I got stuff. I got a lot of stuff. But hoarding, hoarding it is that, that mentality of, I better save this because I might need it someday. I, no, I can't give it away. I can't give it away. I can't give it away. No, I need it. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. I want more. I want more. I want more. I also, I'll stuff this here. I'll stuff this here. I might need it someday. I might need it someday. That's not a kingdom mindset. That's not freedom. That's not love. That's not hope. Hoarding is nowhere near hope. That's not control. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is. It was evil all the time. Now, a lot of times, preacher will, preachers will take that verse and they'll say, see, their thoughts were evil all the time. So anytime you have an evil thought, you're being just like the people that Noah, you know, in Noah's day. But their thoughts were like this all the time because they were selfish. Now, every time you have a bad thought doesn't mean that you are just like them. God's painting a picture that says their identity was tied up 
and derailed into an area that didn't belong to them. They had forgotten where they came from. These guys are just like barely a generation away from creation. Do you understand how close they are? There were people in the last chapter that were alive who knew Adam and Eve, who had spoken to them personally, who had learned about the Garden of Eden personally from them, eyewitness accounts, who knew Adam and Eve as as the father and mother of all humans, of the whole human race. Like they knew them. They spoke with them. It doesn't take long for selfishness to come in, especially if you think for some reason you're above it or you won't be impacted by it. So then it says in verse 6, oh man, preachers love this verse too, right? The Lord regretted that he made human beings on earth and his heart was deeply troubled. He repented is another word that is used there. The Lord, this this what it can also mean. This is interesting. The Lord breathed deeply. What? He was troubled, grieved, vexed, hurt about making humans on the earth. About making humans on this land about putting them here as opposed to where you know another another person might say he he regretted putting them on the earth but not other places he didn't he didn't regret putting them there just the ones in, that were on earth what bob you're crazy i'm just throwing it out there just throwing that out there it's an interesting distinction that is made in the language that he regretted humans being on this land on this earth yeah i know i never thought about it that way either till i was like really thinking about every verse while i was writing down these notes wait a minute why 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 note this in this way what did why would god want to make sure we didn't forget that it was this land that he regretted making humans as though there might be others somewhere else i don't know just throwing it out there just for fun just for fun, some of you are like, oh, Bob, you are messing with my head. Stop messing with my head. I'm I, I'm trying to, you know, to get work done. I'm trying to go for a run. I'm just trying to do some mindless activity and listen to a podcast. And you're throwing out this these crazy thoughts. Well, have fun discussing them at dinner. <laughs> Maybe we can talk in person someday. But I, I want to go back to the idea of repented or or regretted. To me, the more of the character of it fits better in the character of God if you breathe deeply. If he was grieved, if he if he just looked at humans and thought, oh man, I am so sorry. Not sorry. Like, I apologize to the universe for putting humans on the earth. He's sorry because he he knows what's going to happen. Like his ability to understand the results of the choices that were being made, he's moved by pity. That's what that word means, to regret. He's sorry, moved by pity. 
I don't think God states verse 7 from a position of being pissed off. The judge who is so angry, he's throwing down his gavel. He's he's making a, a declaration that that he's wiping out every living thing on the planet. I am so upset right now. I regret everything. I should have never left heaven. I should have kept everything in the beginning. The beginning was such a great place that I I drawed all the you know I drew all this stuff out of here. I I I exploded into the universe from the beginning and and then look at what happened. I should have never done it. See, I don't think I don't think the character of God responds that way because I don't see Jesus ever saying something along that line. Yeah, so I think the Lord looks at the world and says, wow, I know what's coming. Everything's going to get wiped out. Everything. The animals, the creatures, everything that moves on the ground. Wow. I'm so sorry I made these because because I just feel really bad about what's going to happen. Now, God, this goes to the sovereignty of God. This goes to your understanding of God's character, the sovereignty of God. Are we puppets or does God just know every possibility and the results of every choice you could ever make, possibly make? There's no choice you can, see, that's where I land. There's no choice you could ever make that would surprise God. And and then there's no results of those choices that he, he is unaware of. He sees it all. He knows it all. But you are free to make any choice. You can be driving down the road and say, you know, make a sudden left turn and be like, ha ha, I bet you God didn't see that coming. Well, he did see it as a possibility. You can turn down any road you drive by. Every time you drive by a road, he knows it's possible. You may choose to drive down that road, but that doesn't mean that you have to. It means you're free to choose that. And that's why verse eight is so awesome. Because God looks down and he sees Noah and he's like, ah, yeah. (laughs) He looks down and he sees Noah and he's like, this is, this is all I need. I've got somebody who, quote, has my favor. God saw Noah and said, there's a guy. There's a guy whose bloodlines are pure. There's a guy who hasn't been overwhelmed by evil thoughts of selfishness, control, power, hoarding. Here's a guy who's been blessed because he has such great character and the blessings he gives out, people, like he's he's naturally blessed beyond that. Like I, I again, if Noah's somebody who is inventing and and solving problems for people in creative ways, and and in a lot of ways, he'll. I believe he gave a lot of that information away. He gave a lot of that quote technology away. 
his ability to creatively solve these problems and use technologies that were available to him and materials that were available to him. He uses those and people are amazed and they're blessed by what he did. He's blessing the earth. And the Lord's like, yes, there's a character I can I can work with. There's a character. If I can rescue this guy, then I have redemption. I have a redeeming plan. I have a redemption plan. Now that is something I believe is part of the character of God. Death and destruction were coming. God knew that. Because everyone's heart was evil continually. And God's like, I know the wages of sin is death. I know where this leads. Everything is going to die. Everyone is going to die. Everything's going to die. I know what the enemy's planning because this is what he's always planned. For the moment I let him go out of out of heaven, even though I gave him an opportunity to an I believe he gave the devil an opportunity. Lucifer, the star of the morning, one of the most beautiful, powerful angels ever created. He gave him an opportunity for redemption, and he chose continued destruction. And instead of going to God, he waited patiently, cunningly, waiting, 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 and eventually made his 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 appeal to Eve, and she fell for it. She made that choice. Even though she didn't have a sin nature, which we went into last, last week, I'm sorry, I won't go into it again, but I think it's important to note you can sin and have, and it not be your nature, not your not be your identity. And he said, "This is this is the nature of the enemy. He's constantly looking to destroy everything he touches, and especially anything I've created." And he looks at what the decisions are being made in the the culture that's being developed by the human race, and he says, "Oh my gosh, wow." I am so sorry for these guys. They are really headed down a path of destruction. Everything is going to be destroyed. Oh, wait. I've got Noah. Noah is still clean. Noah is still pure. He doesn't say Noah is perfect. He doesn't say Noah, you know, his his family's all good. It's It's like this is a person through whom I can put in motion a way of redemption for the earth. Boom! That's where we're going to end. Yes. Great ending. Thank you, Bob. I'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen, on The Epic Narrative. Don't go anywhere. We've got Bob Thoughts. Well, don't you know, we have got all kinds of thoughts today. Honestly, we dealt with aliens, alien bloodlines, babies, all kinds of options on what people might have been thinking and how they interpret things. And I just want you to know, <laughs> after after listening to it all, I want you to know, you know what? It's okay to have an imagination. I know I've said that before, but, but sometimes uh, people come in with such a desire to be absolutely right and, and not be questioned that they, they dogmatically state things when really there could be more than one option, right? I fell into that a lot when I was a preacher. You, it's actually scary sometimes when you become a, a quote, ministry leader of any kind. There's, there's not a lot, at least in my generation and the generation prior, there wasn't a lot of option for you to grow. You didn't have opportunity 
to adjust any sort of interpretation or translation or interaction with scripture unless you were like a flaming liberal and un- you know and and really didn't preach the bible at all or the gospel at all it was it's bizarre but but we need to allow for some flexibility in this so yes you know people say do you believe in aliens yeah yes i i i believe that two things i believe <laughs> i shouldn't say i believe i don't think that there's I don't think it's academically accurate to say there are billions and trillions of planets and, and solar systems all around the, all around the universe, and somehow there are no other life forms. I do think there might be. What they look like, how many cells they might be, I have no idea. This is what I'm really, really confident about. We're the only ones in the universe that look like and were created to reflect the image of our creator. That's what we were made to be, male and female, to reflect our creator. That's what we do. And if we go all the way back to the beginning when we talked about the creation and how the, you know, the, the, Holy, the Spirit of God hovered over the, over the earth, and it's the same uh, word that's used for Adam and Eve when they hovered over each other and created offspring, like, it's, it, that's what we were designed to do. And we do that every time we create offspring. And we do it in the way that we create hope and love and joy and peace around the, around the creation and the way that we tune into and interact with the frequency of heaven. Like there's all kinds of ways that we reflect the creator that whatever life forms might be out there, I don't believe that they were ever created to do that. I'm not saying that they're not there. I'm just saying their purpose is something else. And it's the same way I feel with the spiritual realms, there's a lot of them. I think that there's way more, but more than two. But let's just say you you believe that there's only two spiritual realms, heaven and hell. Well, in those two spiritual realms, I do believe spiritual beings can come and go from this planet. And in their coming and going, they may also be seen. And I don't know what size they are. They can be as small as a pinpoint of light that dashes around in your, you know, and you think, wait, what was that? It could be something huge and horrible or huge and awesome. But in those spirit, those spirit beings, those spirit coming from those spiritual realms, yes, they could be seen and they might also be considered aliens. You could say, man, I, you know, it, it was an alien. I saw an alien. And I do believe the evil spiritual realm tries to deceive people, tries to get them distracted, tries to get them focused off of God. And if showing up like some lizard or some uh, E.T. or something else from Star Wars gets you off focus from Holy Spirit and from God and from reflecting the creator that you were created to reflect and be in the image of and walk in your identity in and have purpose and direction from, then yes, showing up like an alien is really not a big stretch for me. So there you go. Those are, those are my thoughts. I know, they're scary sometimes, even for me. Like, to say it out loud, it's like, okay, Bob, you're literally putting this on the web. Like, you're doing this, you're showing up, you know, this will probably be on some form of Facebook or TikTok as well, and you're like, okay, I'm really saying this. But I, I really do. Currently, this is where I'm at. I, I just don't see how it uh, spiritually conflicts with, with the gospel. It doesn't spiritually conflict with the kingdom principles, in my opinion. But you know, let's have a discussion. Feel free to reach out. The other thing I just, I, the other thing I thought of was um, a little bit was the uh, was Noah. I, a lot of times Noah is seen. You know, it says you know Noah Noah found 
grace in the eyes of the Lord, or Noah, Noah was the only righteous you know, being on the planet. And some people look at that and they think he is or was sinless, like he had never given in. I just, I really think a lot of it had to do with his bloodlines. I think that the fact that there was this intermingling, and I say this, you know, on the thing, I do, I think the Nephilim are are those spiritual beings. And and uh, I remember listening to a teaching from a world-renowned um, theologian, and uh, his name's Ian Clayton, and he really believes that the Nephilim were created and sent to earth to help uh, educate and encourage the creative growth and wisdom of humans and they overstepped because they fell in love with them and they started creating these demigods and in the end uh, that you know as always right the the enemy's goal is always death and that's what it brought about and I think that's where we see that sigh of God that that quote he's sorry he ever made of us it was it was not a sorry in that sense, it was a sorry in that he saw what the enemy was doing and he was like, wow, he's going to wipe them all out. And that's when he found Noah and he was like, boom, I can, I can create a way out. I can give them freedom of choice. I can, I can do what I love to do, which is redeem, restore, and resurrect. And that's what he did. Ha! Huh. Wow, that would have been a very short episode if I just stuck with that concept, huh? Anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's epic narrative. And as always, I look forward to talking to you again next week. Catch me on Bob Thoughts. Catch me on TikTok. Uh, let's see. TikTok is the Bob Switzer. Um, you know, those are only like a minute long. Bob Thoughts go a little longer. Uh, always uh, feel free to reach out on thebobswitzer.com. You get that all that information anyways all the time. I just felt like saying it. Uh and I look forward to talking to you next week. I don't know where I'll be next week. Currently still in Mobile. Currently. But by the time this airs, I'll be somewhere else. Have yourself a great day, everyone. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe to this podcast on any platform you use. You can also reach out to Bob for questions or booking at thebobswitzer.com or email him at thebobswitzer at gmail.com. See you next week, guys.